If you're looking for the most amazing podcast ever, well, this isn't it. You're listening to The Average Fellas Podcast, guaranteed to let you down and leave you unsatisfied. Welcome to another episode of the Average Fellows Podcast. It's Thursday night. You know what it is. Star Bros. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in, downloading, subscribing, reviewing, rating, all those good things. I appreciate it so much, guys. It helps us rank up in the directories, helps us get known out there in the web universes of the digital stuff out there. That's just out there in the cloud somewhere okay so i just want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for subscribing and doing all those good things it really means a lot to me uh don't forget to stop by our website www.averagefellows.com a lot of cool things going on there hey if you need a podcast intro let me know i can hook you up i can produce one for you um or if you need a simple web solution let us know. We can help you with that, too. Um, <clears throat> all right, guys. Tonight, you know what we're doing. It's Star Rose. Star oh, Rose. You know who that is. Houdini. <laughs> man, wow, that What's was awesome. What's up? What's up? Oh, man. You guys know who that is. What's going on, Beast Mode Squats? Doing good. Doing good. Another week. Another week. Another blessed week of Star Bros. Heck, yeah. Heck, yeah, man. Hey, so what's going on with your uh, with your fitness right now? Oh my God, uh, fitness motivation. Uh, pulling con- willing wheelbarrows of concrete is my workout this past three weeks. Uh, I've been working at, in Morgan Hill and uh, concrete work, concrete day and night, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, it's going good. Uh, I get you know so far like I worked out today. I just yeah. did a light workout in the garage, which was cool. I posted it up on Facebook and Instagram. Beast Mode Squats, if you haven't already, follow me uh, on the gram. And uh, this weekend, hopefully, I'll be able to post another YouTube video. So follow me, Luke Hernandez, on YouTube. Beast Mode Squats. If you haven't already. Beast Mode Squats, yes. <laughs> Fitness motivation, forgive me. Sorry about that. Awesome, um, awesome. But, but uh, other than that, pretty much just concrete work right now, <laughs> you Oof. know. But hey, man. So, well, hang in there, baby. Gotta make, gotta pay the bills. Gotta pay the bills. Gotta get go. that money, boy. Heck yeah. Um, okay, so also tonight on the call, we have a very special guest, a very highly anticipated guest <laughs> that all the people in the universe wanted to hear tonight. Are you <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'd like to introduce the one and only. Uh, magical me. <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Courtney. You can just call me Courtney. Um, I would like to thank my brother-in-law Luke for inviting me to be here tonight. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so awesome yes i was like i had to i had to i'm like come on can we at least invite the producer's like wife on the show <laughs> seriously <laughs> Damn. oh my, oh my god. goodness at least this way i might only have to listen to the show one time instead of like 10 <laughs> times <laughs> oh my gosh oh my goodness that's funny well, oh my goodness! Well, I'm we're we're glad to have you. 
<laughs> glad to have you. I'm glad oh to my be goodness. Here. <laughs> yeah, this is so funny because we're actually sitting across from each other in our living room. <laughs> oh, oh that's so awesome. I love podcasting. It's so fun. <laughs> Anyways, it's Thursday night. Uh, thank you for being here. My other half, my better half. Appreciate you being here and hanging out with the Star Bros on Thursday night where we discuss, we chat, we just just put it all out there. Anything yep. and everything Star Wars related, uh, especially Mandalorian, which we are following this season, season two. And uh, that yep. leaves us chapter off seven. On... All right. Exactly. Chapter Luke. seven. The believer. The yeah. believer. Well, take it away, man. Give me the breakdown. Uh, basically. So uh, starting out this episode, because they're uh, the episode starts out pretty much is like. When you first, when it opens up into the opening scene, it's like a garbage that salvage planet type thing. It, it kind of like, it reminded me of like a, it, it like a recycle bin planet, <laughs> like area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And uh, in the intro piece, it was like and, a dump. Uh, you see it. Yeah. Pretty much a dump. Pretty much. Yeah. And you see like a droid talking to inmate three, four, six, six, seven. Oh my gosh. Where did you get that was, from? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm a nerd, dude. I I, I rewatched this like five times. So like you three four six six seven, aka Mayfield. What <laughs> we get Mayfield back? Mayfield is back, so awesome. and he's back in a big way yep. in this episode. Super awesome. Yes. played by the Which one and so... only. Uh, I didn't get his name exactly. Bilber. Yes, yes, yes. And it's so cool because the last episode that we seen him in was a heist mission, you know? That was and one of my favorite what, episodes last season. Exactly. One of my so awesome episode last season. And then what do you know? This episode is like kind of like that ish. You know, another heist. So it was like, oh, tight. So you know, um, basically you, know that you say it now that you say it, that it's that's so true. So, it's so true. Right. Well, OK. So episode seven, season two. Um, what is your your reaction? First reaction, like, you know, go. Okay, first reaction, uh, Mayfield's back. You kind of working with the crew again. You're working with a crew. You got another crew together, yeah. you know, pretty much. Uh, and so I like this because we obviously get so much stuff in this episode. Some first time, well, actually not first time, kind of like second time thing, but you know, Pedro Pascual, you know, you get the awesome Pedro Pascual that yeah. does his thing, you know, uh, which is so cool. Um, basically, in this episode, at the beginning, uh, you basically see him like Mayfield's like scavenging through TIE fighters, like old, it's like TIE, you see these TIE fighters that are all rummage, they're all junk, but like he's working like either to salvage them or to get parts from them well, to do something with them. <laughs> Pretty much. So, so it's like, what? Cor, what? What was your... I mean, you've been watching Mandalorian with me now. Well, all the entire Star Wars saga with me, pretty much. Yeah. So, And before before me, obviously, you were invested in Star Wars. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but, so what was your... what um, This this uh, this episode, what was your uh, first reaction to um, just, I guess, overall? Like, first reaction, overall. Um, I think this episode is cool. 
Um, I, I actually think it signifies a really um, big turning point in the storyline for Din Djarin. Um, and I feel like it kind of is an episode where he becomes someone different than he's been up to now. So I thought it was a really good episode for that. I like that. Like wow. I like that description. That was some deep cuts right he there. Needs, wow. He needs to become some someone else. He needs to become something else. That, those were some deep <laughs> cuts right there. That's what that was. The wow. Oh my gosh. No, I'm just kidding. The Batman. <laughs> no, I mean, for real, it's I, the Batman. I, he kind of is Batman. For real, yeah. I wonder what that would be like to see him as Bruce Wayne. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Who, Pedro Pascal? Yes, or Dijarin. Pascal. <laughs> or Dijarin. Well, yeah, Dijarin. Dijarin, of course. Um, so, all right. Well, Luke, you were saying this was basically another heist mission, which was kind of cool yeah. to see Mayfield again. We pick up this episode, like you said, in a scrapyard, a junkyard. Mayfield's doing something out there with some kind of machinery, and the robot's like, yeah, come over here, you know? And, um, and I mean, if you remember last episode, we left off on... Um, Din is going over to hang out to go, you know, see what's up with Cara Dune. And she's like, yo, like, I can't do things um, the way I used to. But yet, Cara yep. Dune, she's still, she's cut from a different cloth. So, you know, she's willing yep. to kind of do some things that might be in the gray area still because she's a rebel, you know. So, I don't know. That's just my, that's my take on it. So, we pick up on this episode sort of knowing that's what's happened. And like you said, there's another crew. And I like that yeah. about this episode. I like that it's another job. It's a, like a, it's a job episode. And I really like what you said, Courtney, about Dinjar becoming somebody that we all, you know, wanted him to be. And he's finally owning that sort of thing that we all wanted. I know I kind of wanted him to be who who he is at the end of this episode. <laughs> and to see that kind of come into play this episode, I was like, whoa, that was kind of cool for me. I don't know. Well, I had a different feeling about it than that. I don't think i don't really agree with what you just said about how that was a thing that everybody wanted to see him turn into okay, well, and whatever okay, we're right we're i don't really agree with that part because i actually found it kind of um sad um not like a happy thing yeah Oh man, I was excited at the end of this episode. Like, oh yeah, me too, big time, big time. <laughs> so, it, yes. Okay. Well, we got to get there. We got to get to the end of the episode. Yes, so. we will get there. We will um, get there. Basically, I like. Basically, uh, they do a heist. It's a heist mission. It's a heist mission, pretty much. That's what I. It's a basic heist mission, you know. Mando decides to go to the base with Mayfield, pretty much. Yeah. They decide to, you know, hey, I need you. It's kind of like they he shows up in Slave One with Boba to yeah. go pick up Mayfield, pretty much. With Boba's and so, brand new shiny, fresh, yes. clean armor. Dun, dun, yep, dun, dun. yep. I saw that. I saw that. And so, like the crew's there, they're getting everybody together, type thing. You know, it's like okay, we got to pull this. We got to go do this. You know. And so, um, I like how it's like. Mando decides to go to the base with Mayfield pretty much. And he's like, you need to, it's a mining hub. Actually. It's a, it's a it's an Imperial terminal and it's a more uh, on Morak. That's the place that they're in. That's the planet that they're on is Morak. 
And so uh, it's actually a secret imperial mining hub that they have to go to. Well, I so for me, it was super cool to see Boba Fett just sort of in the action and being part of the crew. Like, I don't know. There's just something about seeing them like be like their respected professional, like, you know, selves like in this sort of Western space odyssey that we have here. And they're just sort of yep. like, like, these are the guys that you would need to pull this kind of job off. And Boba Fett would yeah. be on a job this big that's blowing up just like this like just like this like you would hire him to do this kind of gig i don't know i think that was super cool and i'm really i'm really down with that with with them just kind of floating around like just having him in in the story now like just picking up and saying like hey we want to you know help you get the child back and like be down with the cause like i don't know like that's super cool because remember i don't know if you remember um last beginning of last of the end of last season uh, we had our friend uh, Aaron on and he talked about Boba Fett sort of being an antagonist against mm-hmm. against Din. And now here we are, episode seven, he's working side by side with him. And I really like yeah. how they've incorporated him in that way. I don't know. That's my take on it. What did you think about Boba Fett in this uh, this episode, Court? Um, Nothing. i didn't i don't know i didn't think anything about it i think it's cool to see him in the episodes but you guys are like huge fans of (laughs) i i i don't know i thought it was cool (laughs) oh my gosh oh god (laughs) i lost my mind all right i lost my mind as a fan i know (laughs) i i'll be i think i i think i was more stoked for ahsoka them boba it's so sad right, i'm right, sorry right, to say right. but that's because i uh, because ahsoka carries a lot of weight with like younger growing with the up younger knowing about yeah. yeah the younger generation and i'm talking about like the 20s the 20s generation you know what i mean i'm pretty sure you know we grew up the 20s generation grew up with ahsoka you know in clone wars yeah. Yeah. so where obviously the 30s generation that was like the originals the originals you know no, what i'm saying one through six. not even that's well, not episode, the, that's that's no. like the that's the prequels episode one two and three is well, like if you're in your 30s you you, you well actually you, oh, okay you yeah well, when that came out but when you were but i mean we're talking like the originals came out when in the 70s 70s yeah that's true though too yeah so it's like 10 years before you were born pretty much yeah but besides the point I just think that you know to see Boba and and working with uh, working with Dinjarin and also now Mando's working with Mayfield. And it's like okay, this crew and not only that, but guess who else shows up in the picture? Finnick. That's right. So yep, yep. So we got you. You know we have an awesome posse. We have his crew. You got Mando. You got Mayfield. You got. You know, you got you got Finnick, you know. It's just a all so, out, just balling team, you know, Ocean's Eleven yes, type of team. Yes. And it's it's Boba gathering the troops pretty much to 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 spring this, you know what I'm saying? He's just like, I'm if I'm gonna go in, I'm going in strong, you know, I gotta go in with it. And basically in this episode, though, it's so crazy because Mayfield, like the whole time, he's like keeps on trying to tell Mando, like, 
hey, bro, uh, it's a little hot in here. Why don't you take off your helmet type thing? You know, like it's like he keeps on trying to, like, get him to take off the helmet. He's like always like, well, is it, you know, they they're 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 paired up together. You know, they decide um, pretty much uh, they have to carry they have to go into the they have to go into the base, pretty much the mining hub, the secret Imperial mining hub. Right. And so, well, they have to get uh, the information. They have to get the information to where Moff Gideon is at. And there is a little terminal inside the mining hub that they can, you know, download the coordinates or get the beacon or whatever it is to get to Moff Gideon. Right. So real quick though, before we, before we continue, I, I should have opened with this though, but in Star Wars news today, the original actor of Star Wars, Boba Fett actor, Jeremy, Bullock, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, he uh-huh. actually died today at the uh, age of 75. 75 years old. The original actor who played the original uh, Boba Fett in the uh, uh, in the original trilogy that came out in the 70s. So that's yeah, a no, that was big news. That yeah, definitely rest in peace to him. Uh, the original Fett, the original Boba Fett, the original Mando. So it's like, oh my God, yeah, no, that was that was crazy to hear that, you know, especially yeah. with all this going on, uh, you know, that's it's insane. But uh, Billy D. Definitely... Williams tweets, uh, "Today we lost the best bounty hunter in the galaxy." R.I.P. Jeremy Bullock. Hashtag Boba Fett. So oh that's my God. Uh, man, that's it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a heavy hard. pounder. It's a heavy one, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but that's sad. I mean, it's. You know, here's a. I would. I will. I wonder if he was able to see, to see uh, the character come back to life before he passed. I wonder if that was possible, or if he even was able to witness it. That would be. I mean, that would be crazy, right? Well, well, he obviously, hopefully, he was able to see episode two. You know, with, with uh, oh, of the I'm new sure current, the new I'm current, sure but I mean. Uh, you know, Django, you know, so it's like, I'm pretty sure he saw it. So I'm pretty sure he got to see at least something, but maybe even these episodes, hopefully, you know, maybe he got to see the past too. Who knows? I don't know, but um, definitely rest in peace to the original fat, so original Boba. In this episode, what did you think about the whole entire like native situation that was going on? Like, I don't know okay, if you kind of so, got that because like there was, yes. they were, you know, strip mining this planet and it seemed like they they're were carrying. Yeah. So they're basically, they're mining Rhydonium. That's, that's the actual mineral that they're actually mining right now right. in this episode. So Rhydonium was actually a heavy metal that was used for primarily for starship construction. So wow. this, yeah. So this leads me to the, this leads me to a theory of their mining, the 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 new well the old these the remnant of the empire empire the imperial is the imperial remnant is mining the rhydonium to build construction for the new star destroyers and the starships for the first order I believe first order and that I know Courtney and I have kind of talked about that a little bit um, yeah. Courtney, did you have any thoughts about that whole entire scene that we'd kind of seen Mando and Mayfield with the transport? And then we did get to see, like I said, like I said, some of that, like that, na- the natives, I guess, that were there that were, you know, following, mm-hmm. following them, obviously. What was your thoughts on that scene? Yeah. 
I thought that was cool to see um, the franchise kind of like, and and they've done this in the newest trilogy that came out too. <coughs> Excuse me, the newest like movie trilogy. But it's nice to see them paying attention to like the little people yeah. that that just like exist in the Star Wars universe, and when we see like. You know, um, like super, super rich arms dealers and stuff. We also start to see like the people that they've had to step on and um, mm. oppress to get there. Um, so I thought Mayfield's line was cool when he was like, New Republic, um, First Order, whatever, or Empire. Like they don't care um, because they're just like stuck in the middle of this big conflict um, that they have no part of, like they have no hand in, they have no control over it. Um, So I kind of like the fact that we're getting more struggles of like in the Star Wars universe that are outside of like the Skywalker family and their associates. Like we can see like, What's actually happening for real people, not for like, you know, these fantastical people that are like part of this huge, cool story. Exactly. We get get to see what's happening for the average fella, right? There's other people (laughs) in Star Wars, just not Skywalkers. And I think Mayfield is an average fella. That's why I love that That's character. That's so true. That is so true. He's just he's just played by Bill Burr, and Bill Burr is just a dude. Like he's yeah, just true. a dude. He's not like I don't know. I think Bill Burr is super cool. I think it's a cool character because his name is just like whatever Mayfield, right? His yeah. name isn't like Kara Dune, Dinjar, and like all these yeah. like exotic he's names. He's just name. like. Mayfield and he's played by Bill Burr and he's just a dude who's like trying to make his way just a dude just an average fella that's it yep yep <laughs> just being sucked into that's it that's so all. awesome I, I really I really liked the uh, fact I really liked the little the little speeders that the that the that the natives were rolling in when they were like catching up to the giant the pirates yeah the pirates the pi- I called them the pirates I thought they were like more like pirates because they're pirates but right I, before, I thought they were trying to stop them from ripping them off yeah well Could they be, were trying but, to destroy the um Rhydonium. yeah. They're shooting at it, so it was kind of like, okay, they were trying to either kill them or were they trying to retrieve it back? Because they were literally shooting at it, so it's like, okay, they were trying to kill I didn't think they were trying to, they were trying to retrieve it, because at some I didn't point, think so neither. they put like a little um, detonator Bomb. like on yep. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was Thermal like, they detonator. just don't want it to be taken, like a kind of, if we can't have it, neither can you. Like, you can't just take ours. We'd rather destroy it than let you take it. Right. And, well, so that entire scene where we see Mando fighting with without his armor, um, I was listening to another another YouTuber. I forgot who it was. Um, but he made, the, he made the distinction that 
uh, Mando realized that he couldn't fight as dumbly as he did in last episode where he, I don't know if you remember last episode, he just like, we have to, well, he's like, move in. And then he like literally stands in front of Finnick and he just starts like taking all the shots, like, you know, taking all the shots because of the armor. Exactly. Because of the, the, the Mandalorian armor, the, so the metal. In this episode, like he takes off his 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 Baskar armor, his Beskar armor, yes, and he puts on some some trooper armor, and he's just pretending to be a trooper, right? And yeah, he's fighting, and he's taking hits and stuff, and it's kind of like you know he kind of had to be on top of his game on top. I mean, it was just a really cool scene. I thought it was really action packed and stuff with the thermal detonators and him like kicking people off and blowing stuff up. Like I don't know, it was just a really good scene. Um, but I thought that was one really interesting, things, though. Yeah. One of the things I caught was that but right before that scene, though, like Mayfield's talking to to Mando, and he's obviously uh, – Mayfield's from Alderaan. I don't know if you caught that. So Mayfield's from Alderaan as well as – what's her name? As uh, Cara also Dune. Cara Dune. Mm-hmm. They're both from Alderaan. So like – uh, Alder and Aldergon. So <laughs> – Basically, he's uh he he calls himself a realist. That's what he call um, was it what's his name? Uh, yeah, Mayfield calls realist, himself yeah. a realist. He tells basically he he talks to Mando. They're sitting in the cockpit pretty much, and he's like, he's like, um, so tell me, like, you can't take off your helmet, but or you can't or you can't show your face. Like, which one of the two is it? Mm-hmm. like you know what he's like trying to say like is it that you can what is it dude like is it that you can't show your face or you can't take off your helmet because it looks like you're wearing somebody else's helmet right now so he's just like what the heck if you're you know so i guess i don't know if he's trying to like get mando to like is he trying to psych him out or what's going on he's just like trying to figure him out pretty much and uh well, I thought that in was interesting, moment. though, because in this yeah. episode, we did get a really big bum, 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 yes. bum, 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 a big, a big scene right after this whole entire, after they deliver the Rhydonium, right? We yep. get a heat, we yep. get this big scene where we were kind of like, I mean, the suspense on this scene was tough. Like when I watched it the first time, my first time watching it, like you could have cut it with like a, you know, a butter knife. It was super tight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just, what were your thoughts, Courtney? Sorry. <laughs> I have something to say before we get to that part, which is um, as they're driving along that bridge area. Right. right. And they're getting mm-hmm. chased by the pirates. The, um, stormtroopers come out of the base to help them right Right. and like what's interesting is that the story has made us as the viewers root for the stormtroopers in that situation because they're saving our characters right like they're saving our people they're saving dinjar and mayfield but I don't remember ever having a scene in Star Wars before where, as a viewer, I wanted to cheer for the star- the stormtroopers. Like, when they showed up, yeah. I've never been like, yes, they're here, right? Until, like, <laughs> this scene. 
Um, and it even had like the triumphant music when they came out. You're supposed to feel like, oh, they're safe. Yeah. Right. But it's really yeah. interesting because they're being saved by stormtroopers. And I've never had that moment before as a Star Wars viewer to see stormtroopers and be like, oh, this is a good thing. Right. Especially when it's essentially stormtroopers against the little people. Right. Like the yeah. little guys, like the yeah, underdogs. Yeah. And, like, you actually find yourself as the viewer being glad that they're there. But then when you think about it, they just killed those, like, innocent people that you just saw. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that like, Din and Mayfield were driving past. Like, those are the pirates. Like, right? Like, that's those, that's those people. Possibly so, natives. Yeah. <laughs> Natives. natives, yeah, yeah. No, it's possibly much. natives. Oh, no. possibly yeah. natives. Right, right, right. Because I'd be pissed off too. But like, you're stealing my stuff. That's mine. Right. Well, <laughs> and so then when they get safely into the base or whatever, then they get out of the ship and then everyone's cheering for them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what a classic, cheesy Star Wars <laughs> scene. Like the yeah. daring mission paid off. It was a close scrape and now everyone's just cheering. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. I thought it was funny. <laughs> and there's always people doing a cheesy hug for some reason. I don't know if you ever see yeah. it. There's always like an awkward hug and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are, oh I mean, my gosh, yep. Well, so they so they delivered they delivered the right donium, right? They got their they they were able to transport it, right? They, and they arrive at the base pretty much. They yep. arrive at the base. And they're welcomed by stormtroopers and basically Mando and Mayfield have to find a terminal pretty much. Exactly. And so this leads yes. up to this leads to this 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 is a scene that I was talking about where I was super it was super intense and I was just like, Oh my gosh, yes. like this is this is tight. So Mayfield starts walking into the wreck or the mess hall and yep. he happens to see I don't know if you want to take take it take away from there. Uh basically he notices Officer Valness. Is it Valness or Val Val Valiness? Valen Hess. Valen Hess. Hess. Yes, yes. And know. basically, he used to serve. Uh, pretty much, he used to serve uh, under uh, as a field operative. Mayfield mm-hmm. used to be a field operative for the Empire right. beforehand, and so Valen Hess knows him. And so it's like, what? He like he wrecked commanding officer. He, he used to be his commanding officer, exactly. So Mayfield's like, I'm gonna blow it because this guy already knows me. Like, there's something that's gonna be up, you know. And, and they uh, look at each Val- other too. Yeah, they notice each other. And Valen Hess is a um, he's an officer who served in the Galactic Empire and later on the Imperial Remnant. Basically, that's what he's in right now is the Imperial Remnant. But he was a, a Galactic Empire officer. So it just so happens that in this scene, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to take it away from there, Court, if you just want to like pick up on it and kind of Talk explain what, what happens. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, Bill Burr, being just the regular dude that he is, is like, nope, can't do this. I like, <laughs> I'm. He's he might recognize me. It's off. Sorry. And um, 
he explains to Din Djarin that he can't go in because he would have to take off his helmet to get his face scanned at the terminal. And I think just a slight important point is that this is um, the officer's mess hall. Not just, like, everybody's mess hall. It's the officer's mess hall. Mm, so it's filled with yeah, officers, yeah. not just regular dudes that are part of the army. It's, like, all officers in there. So Din Djarin goes in and then <laughs> just stupidly, in my opinion, <laughs> does the scan with the helmet on, even though he was just told it wasn't going to work. And it doesn't work. And <laughs> Valen Hess is just watching him, just like staring him down while he does it. So he probably drew more attention to himself than if he had just walked in and taken his helmet off. But of course, we know why he didn't just do that immediately, because um, everyone in there would see his face. So to answer um, Mayfield's question from earlier... Mando is operating under the rule, just nobody can see my face. Like, it used to be I can't ever take off this helmet. Now it's nobody can see my face. And now it's neither of those things, right? So he takes his helmet off so that the terminal can scan his face. And he can get Moff Gideon's location from it. That's crazy. Yeah, definitely. So, exactly. And I thought that, I thought what was really interesting in this entire scene, if you look at how well of a job that um, Pedro Pascal did with sort of being this, you know, robot when he still moved, like he just still kind of did the... The, almost as if he had the helmet on he turns to look when he says he's like he's like what he says like cadet or something like that when he tells him well he trooper asked for, his, or he something. Asked for like, his tk number yeah and when he turns around he's just like <laughs> just like his whole chest move just yeah his like, whole chest his whole chest like, moves yeah like batman <laughs> but i don't know if you guys caught i don't know if you guys uh caught the the thing though um Valen Hess, though, I did a little bit of back digging. If you, I'm, I'm just Valen Hess is an officer who served in the Galactic Empire and later on the Imperial Remnant. He participated in carrying out Operation Cinder on planet Bourbon. Okay. And so, where he was, he chose to sacrifice his own division in wiping out a city. Mm. So, this, this is where. Pretty much Mayfield is coming from. So I had to, I was like, I'm going to look up this guy. I got to see what's going on with it. Right. Why is Mayfield like, why tripping is Mayfield out. so like tripping Sw out on this guy? Sweating bullets on this situation. Sweating yeah. bullets on this guy. Basically what, 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 when happened is, uh, his whole city, uh, Mayfield's whole city got assassinated pretty much by this guy. And so they, they, on operation cinder and the whole planet was just like, it, it, not the planet, but a city was wiped out. And this just so happens to be Mayfield City. So it's like, what? That's, uh, well, and like, see, that's sad. That's so interesting because, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe it's just me focusing on it too much. But the scene where we end up being glad the stormtroopers are there, and then that just creates a huge 
juxtaposition for viewers where they're like, oh, I sympathize. Like, I'm on their side for a second, even though I just saw how, like, difficult life is for the people on this planet, how they're being ripped off, how their way of life is being destroyed. But I'm glad the stormtroopers saved, you know, like, my characters that I love. But then now Uh we're reminded again that these are people who don't care about, Uh like, life and about, you know, maintaining a planet's ecosystem and things like that. So I... That's interesting, Luke, because it tells us, like, why Mayfield was like, no, these people are whack. Like, they, they're they the worst. He knew already. And yeah. again, already. like, Bill Burr's just a dude. He's just, like, there, didn't expect to see anyone that he knew. And now he's face-to-face with the guy who destroyed his home city. And he's like, yep. yeah, I can't deal with this. Yep. And... It's so crazy. What were you gonna say, Zach? No, no, no. I, I, I would agree. I agree. I think that's. I think that's such a. I think it makes Bill Burr's character. It makes Mayfield such a more complex character. It makes him more. He, he more. He, more he has human. a heavy impact on you now. Mm-hmm. Like I felt more to him. I felt more weight to him in this episode. Yeah, it really redeems him one, as a character. Yeah, big time. Because the last episode that we saw him in. I felt like he was just a jerk. Like he's just like, oh, get this guy off the screen. He's just trying to corrupt Mando or something like that. You know, he's trying. He's just trying to steal Baby Yoda. You know, he's just trying to steal the kid. But in this episode, it was like, dude, like this guy went through hell and back from losing his whole city to now. It's like, oh, who wouldn't want revenge? Who wouldn't want? You know, who wouldn't be pissed off at this moment? You know. I mean, let's not let's not forget though. He did kill that republic republic officer in cold blood. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. The guy was about to press the button. Even Mando was trying to calm him down, but the guy was like, uh, he was freaking out. He had the he he no, was, no, he's it. like tweaking out. It. No, I'm just. But, I'm, I mean, everybody's killed somebody in Star Wars. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. Everybody has literally <laughs> killed somebody in Star Wars. Even the children kill people in Star Wars. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, like getting back to the to, to the to the what's it called to the episode, Mando like takes off his helmet and he goes to the machine. Uh, the he basically like goes up to the machine thing and access try to access it because you have to have your face. Right. He tries to go in there with his helmet on. And it's like access denied, access denied, you know, and he actually takes off his helmet and it's like, what the heck? It's Pedro Pasquale. I thought this was interesting, though, because this was in last season, episode seven last season. He did the same thing. He revealed his face. But he didn't reveal it. No, well, but his face was revealed in episode yeah. seven. So IG I wonder if that's going to be a reoccurring sort of situation every season. Or if next season he's just going to be taking it off all the time. Once you start, you don't, don't stop, you know. I don't know. <laughs> but, oh my God. Uh, it, he goes in for the facial scan and Valenhest notices Mando pretty much. He like notices him and he decides to question him. He like goes up to him and he's like, Hey, I need your TK number. What's your TK number? Like, you know, 
he's just like, what the heck? Why, why this guy comes in here and then Mayfield has to step in to kind of like, uh, I got to come to Mando's rescue because he's going to get us caught right now, dude. Right, right. Yeah. And so I don't know if you want to talk about that or. Oh, well, yeah, I thought that part was hilarious though. Cause he steps in. Yeah. He's, it's like, he's like, yeah, he's, he's like kind of deaf, you know, we're just like, he's kind of deaf. Yeah. Song, right? He's deaf. And then it, I thought it was funny. Cause he's just like, yeah, we just call him brown eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, we got to fill out those field reports. Brown eyes. We got to fill out those field reports. Yeah. I thought that and was. It's, uh, uh, and at that moment, like, what's his name? He's like, you're not excused, dude. Like, he, he notices, like, he's like, ah, oh, shoot, we're going to get caught. We're hella going to get caught right now, bro. <laughs> like, that's the way it felt for me. It was like, it was like you and a bro just going in there and just like, let's get the hell out of here real fast. But it's like, well, nah, dude, we just, we just got caught. <laughs> it reminded me of, it reminded me of Inglorious Bastards, of Inglorious Bastards. I don't know if you remember that movie basically it's about this guy's hunting nazis basically right a quentin tarantino movie um it reminded me of that because they end up having drinks with the officer because the officer's like let me let me get you guys some let me get you some drinks you know drinks all around and um they have a little that's where they that's where mayfield has to confront sort of his enemy and they're having the chat and you know the officer he's like basically telling Mayfield he's just like yeah like you know like yeah I, I had to sacrifice my division or whatever it was but they're all they're all heroes of the empire but he does it in a snarky sort of like <laughs> like yeah you know, like heroes sort of, way. of the empire he says it in a way where he knows he's spewing bullcrap exactly like he knows yeah. he's just saying some you know dumb like propaganda Basically, and also, too, like, he's talking about, like, the Empire rising back up. Mm-hmm. He actually hints at, like, the Empire's coming back, mm-hmm. you know? And basically talking, not necessarily the Empire, but the First Order. Yeah. So, like, he's hinting at the First Order, like, we have troops that are, you know, Operation Cinder, uh, you know, the destruction of five to 10,000 people in one city. He's like, we can actually make that happen again but bigger on a bigger level you know which he's like hinting like yo the first order is going to be bigger than the empire yeah you know so it's like holy crap which i'm excited for how they're doing that i'm excited how they're trying how they're trying to like tie that back in how they're trying to tie um mandalorian into um the force awakens and the three movies you know those three movies so that's that's what i was looking at too i like that i love that but this entire episode, though, we didn't see Baby Yoda at all. No, we did not no, see Grogu not. at all. He has been uh, off with Moff Gideon this entire uh, episode. Yes. So, um, but we're well, st- still with still doing this thing with with Bill Burr. But the um, the scene in the mess hall. Um, so um, Mayfield has enough. He has enough of what Valen Hess is saying, right? Yep. He kind of gets he gets upset like he he literally infuriates him, mm-hmm. and he goes off. And he basically pulls a Han Solo move. Yes, that and Greedo he, that Greedo Han Solo move. Yes, and he just guns oh him down. Oh my god! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! You had a week spoiler to watch alert. it. 
but he just yes. guns him down right there. And I thought that was to, like that's there was this was a funny part. I was telling Courtney about this earlier today. I was like, you know, in the middle, I don't know. I just I just stood up and I turned around, and looked at her. I was like, you know, what's so sad is so there was this random stormtrooper who just witnessed the whole thing who had to die. So Mayfield <laughs> shoots the officer right, and he turns to his left and he sees the other stormtrooper who witnesses him, and he has like his tray in his hands or something. And then there's Mayfield. And he just has to blast him. <laughs> he was just trying to eat his lunch, bro. Imagine getting <laughs> shot on your break, eating your lunch. Like, how sad is that, bro? Oh like, you just God. got off work. You, you're on lunch break, and you're like, I'm just, I'm chilling. It's been a long day. And then you just get shot. No, well, I think somebody, <laughs> somebody has to spoof that that stormtrooper, right? Like, he just got done. He's on his 30, right? He's like, he just clocked out. Yeah. He yeah. went over to the ATM machine to see how many credits he had left over from buying his own So he lunch. could buy lunch, yeah. <laughs> and then he just gets blasted. Dude, and that's so true. Like, that's just like a typical, like, it, it, it would be like your typical work day because that's literally how they felt, probably. Life. You know? But I, I, I like the next scene, though. Like, basically, like, they Mayfield... It, gets overheated, shoots Valenez, and he talks about basically the Empire. But Mando and Mayfield bust out of the window to escape from the troopers because the troopers, like, catch them. And they pull like this, like, they swoop out of the window. And it's so crazy. They're fighting on, like, the edge of the... What did you? I thought it reminded me of episode one. I don't remember when Padme was escaping. Yes. She was escaping the palace. And they use the grappling hooks and stuff. That's what it reminded yep. me of. I thought they were taking a little bit of a, a note from there. And they like run to the edge of the uh, edge of the thing, and they like get on the side of the side of the building. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the in the meantime, though, this entire episode, I mean, has sort of just been Mando and and Mayfield doing this mission, basically. But we have Cara Dune and um, Boba, Boba, and um, and Fennec. And Fennec, yeah, being on standby, ready to do the pickup and like the escape, right? So I thought this was a pretty cool scene because they were both being, you know, the sharpshooters giving them cover, and um, there was a pretty cool, there was a pretty cool little, uh, just like sort of back and forth between them taking those shots. I thought that was a really cool scene. Yeah, yeah, no, and they're the, while they're chilling, like may uh. What is it called? Uh, Finnick. It's Finnick and uh, and Boba, are, or no, Cardoon and 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 Finnick are chilling on top of the ridge, and they're giving them cover fire pretty much, and then like Boba just swoops in with Slave One to save him. And it's like what? It was like the Italian job, man. It was he was just like the driver, and this this is why I thought it was super cool about Boba like being the pro because he literally flew in with Slave One and just. Whipped it all around. Yeah, he perfectly. whipped it around, dude. Like I like how he whipped it around. Like it would be like an El Camino, like whipping around. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the way it felt. Right. <laughs> He's a navigator, dude. I, I like how they go in there. They jump in, and but Mayfield has to get his part because he's known to be a sharpshooter. He is well known to be a sharpshooter. That's what he's made. He's known for. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he gets his. He gets his scene. Did you did you catch that scene, uh, Courtney? Yes. I'm yeah. Um, I actually, when they took off in Boba's ship, I had a conversation with Zach about how 
the ship doesn't what's 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 the word zag it like doesn't seem like it's made for a quick getaway it's ergonomic it's not ergonomical yeah there you go because i realized that you have to lay down like you would have to like lay down and then and then it goes up like right when you're taking off (laughs) <laughs> and so then it like travels through the air in, at an orientation that just seems so awkward like <laughs> upright because it's upright yeah when yeah because it it's yeah. upright now, yeah exactly. and it like landed flat but now it's just upright yeah it kind of makes sense though from a design element though if your thrusters are in that position and you like you land on your thrusters because when you're taking off from a planet you just fly straight up into the sky and you, it's a, you it's a quick getaway ship. It would seem like you know, a quick getaway ship. Because you are in the upright position, right? Just Yeah. But um, I, don't, I, I get what you're saying, though, because it does have like this gyroscope sort of, you know, like sort of cockpit. And when they're flying, you see him like it's now it's now it's now it's yeah. it's upright. But it's too much for me. When there was that <laughs> scene at the beginning where they were all flying in the ship and it was like rotating around yeah. them i was like oh no i i'm dizzy just watching that <laughs> i thought it was super cool oh my god but this so but there, this was there was a little bit of this fan service here at the very end of the episode i don't know if you caught that luke but i did with there me? was no, no no with with boba oh the yeah fan like service. well well you saw well i mean like i said they you give well let me just hit it where where mayfield gets this moment where he gets to shoot the the energy the 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 ship or the the gas machine thing right right right, and it blows up the station there i just wanted to go over that little piece real fast but but the thing is uh the you get a call back to episode two with jango's ship so and so check this out so two tie fighters go after boba but uh, he uses ion. It's called an ion cannon uh, systematic charge. That's what it's called. Ion cannon systematic charge to Is that, blow up sure the two tie charge? I thought it was called a seismic. An ion yeah, cannon it's a seismic, seismic charge. Yeah, but it's just short seismic charge. But it's called an ion cannon seismic charge. Yeah, but short. Yeah. So the the. the, the that part though was super cool because in episode it, two, it brought back me to episode two. Yeah, when he's when he when his dad is fighting Obi Wan Kenobi. Exactly. Yes. Which brings brings me to another point though. I I don't know if you've heard. I don't know if it's a rumor or if it's been confirmed, but Boba it, will be doing the crossover with Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, I did hear some news about that. I did hear some stuff about that because obviously he has to, I, I don't know if he meets him or he's still maybe, J, maybe Boba is still hunting him. Maybe he so, gets, so Boba I'm, has to hunt down Obi-Wan. I'm curious as to, as to where they're going to go by the with Empire. that. I'm, I'm curious because I, I know that a lot of YouTubers and podcasters, people out there talking about Star Wars right now have been talking about, having to go back and rewatch all of season two to look for the Easter eggs of all of the new spinoffs that they're going to be dropping. And if there is any correlations in those earlier episodes of season two 
that we would have to look and pay attention to to see if we can kind of like build off or extrapolate for what you know is coming because Disney announced those what four or five I think six or something yeah like yeah there's a new, uh, new Star Wars there's multiple yeah there's actually one two three four five six, seven seven new new shows that are going to be coming on so a lot of content that'll be fun. So a lot of content, and I will actually review them at the very end. So, uh, but so at the very end of this episode, though, um, yes. we get two. There would be there's a there's a scene with uh with 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 Mayfield, and well, not the very end. There's two little. There's two more pieces that we have to talk about. There's a scene with Mayfield yes. and the scene after that, right? So the scene with Mayfield. Uh, why don't you talk about that ending real quick, Luke? Uh, Mayfield like basically tells the uh tells the officer, aka Kara, is like. Hey, take me back! Like you're gonna have to take me back to Morak or whatever, or, or you know, not Morak, but take me back to the to the yeah. to the dump, pretty much. The prison. And then Kara's the prison, and Kara and Mando kind of look at each other, and they're like, "Looks like prisoner one one seven five or whatever just died on Morak, pretty much." And uh, yeah, and so like, they're what? like talking. <laughs> he's like, "What?" He's like, "What do you mean? I'm right here!" And they're like, "You idiot." you died <laughs> you died you know there's nothing he disintegrated type thing you know and he's like oh so this means i could go <laughs> he's like oh no duh bro you know it's just like get the heck out of here and so like basically mayfield's like he runs off type thing Kara asks pretty much if they got the coordinates to moff gideon and this is where like we come back at this moment, like basically, he runs. Mayfield runs off. He's free. He died on Morak, whatever. But Kara asks, like, "Hey, did you guys get the coordinates to Moff Gideon?" Right. And they basically they take off in Slave One. They pretty much load up in Slave One and they get out, pretty much. Uh, and then we get this. We get the next scene, which happens to be yes, the scene that kind of left us. And we finally got the scene that we were just kind of like all waiting for, or at least that I was waiting for, is like we sort of got oh, yeah. this. We got the mad dad Mando. <laughs> yes, yes. The, okay, so get this. This is what I thought. Dad, I man. thought Mando, this is my take on it. Mando basically gives like the space quote of White Herb. Yes. Okay, that's that's what I felt. The you tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me. You hear hell's coming with me. <laughs> like that's the, that's what I got out of this. That was as a fan. I was like, that is freaking white herb. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He's coming for you. The and reckoning. he says, he's basically, I'm going to quote it. He says, you may think you have some idea of what you have. Soon he will be back with me. He means more to me then you will ever know. And I was like, holy sh holy sh well, that's it, my boy. Didn't Moff Gideon say those words also? I, yes. He said, yes, he said he a, did. I thought he said a, like a similar version to that. Similar I type think, version. I, I remembered him saying, you may think you have some idea of what you possess, but you do not. Exactly. And like he made Back a statement in the first about season. how yep. like that's worth more to me than like anything else he said that, something dun, dun, like that anyway that, and he says that back when you first meet moff gideon in yes. the very first season yes when the they're having end. that like standoff 
where he shows yes. him the e-web and he's pretty much tells him, explains to him, this is an e-web and we're going to blast This is an e-web, <laughs> yeah. Let me explain it. Let me get the, get the manual book out so I can explain it. <laughs> so, well, so like you but said, that, that whole entire reckoning moment where he's like, I'm coming for my baby. I was like, oh. yeah. And for me, it was a full circle Mando accepting that Grogu is now you know that he's a part that they're a team like the like the uh the armorer had said you know that you two will be like a team you know like he said like yeah, you're his well, father sort the, of you know they're the uh it's called the something of two the pair of two or what was it the um something of two yeah i forgot what was it what was the actual name of them but they were given like the they were they were together as one right yeah so that was so cool that was so cool but that and then the scene cuts but like mando like showing up and it was just like you needed that i felt like that was a heavy moment you needed to get that you needed that feeling of knowing like no mando has not forgotten about baby yoda like this is so this is his mission so speaking of that speaking of of like Grogu. Mando hasn't forgotten about Baby Yoda. Speaking, he hasn't forgot about Grogu. What, what, what do you guys think? Uh, next episode. What do you think is going to kind of unfold in next episode? Do you think he's like rallying the troops? Because I feel like he might need to yes. rally more troops. I think we might get two more episodes. I don't know. Are we going to get one more? Or two more? What's the word? Do you have any word on that, Luke? Well, as far as I know, so this is episode. This seven. is episode se- chapter seven. And in the first season, there was eight episodes. Right. So this is this should be the last episode premiering tonight. But who knows? We don't know. We don't know. It could be another episode. I don't know. You I'm know, sure. I really don't. I. Uh, it could be eight episodes. It could so be nine what episodes. What do you expect in next episode? I expect them to go back for Baby Yoda in this episode. Because obviously I was hoping for that in this episode, but obviously they had to collect the mit- they had to collect the mit- the 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 manpower pretty much. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. let's gather the troops, and we're gonna go take back Baby Yoda, yeah, pretty much. So I feel like they're gonna go after him. They're gonna go get him. That's my that's my theory of this next episode. What do you think, Court? Um, I think so too. I think they're gonna. Well, I think next episode is the last one. Um, I just looked it up. I think it's the last one. So this was just the second to last one that we're talking about. So I think that they're gonna make they're gonna make a run for rescuing Grogu. But I think somebody's gonna die. <laughs> I don't know uh... who. Um and interestingly, the show is called The Mandalorian. Right. So I actually don't think that Dinjarin or Boba Fett are safe in terms of making it out because they're both Mandalorians, right? So, like, if the show's called The Mandalorian, you have to have a Mandalorian mm-hmm. <laughs> on the main cast, right? Or yeah. else that's dumb, you know, they would have called the show something else. So, I don't... I, one of them might die. 
I don't think all of the people that we've seen, like Din Djarin, Cara Dune, um, Boba Fett, Fennec, like all those people who are probably going to be involved in trying to rescue Grogu, I don't think all of them are going to come out alive. Possibly not Grogu. Um, and then we could see the next season being more about like revenge um you know if grogu dies but yeah i mean i think it's safe to say that there that we're going to see a an attempt to rescue grogu i think since it's going to be the last episode of the season i think it makes sense that someone dies too right I because think, last last yes, season yes IG-11 IG and Quill died. were sort of the two that were like the two expendable people that we lost last season, right? I think here's I think somebody will die, but I think I think what's her name's going to come back in. I think uh I think what's her name? Um Bo-Katan? the Jedi. No, not but Bo- well Bo-Katan Ahsoka? could come back in. I think Ahsoka's going to step in and be like, "You know what?" So- so you guys so, need help. I right. think Ahsoka's gonna come back in. I think she's gonna make an appearance in this episode. Okay, so I think that's my theory. Here's here's my theory next episode. Next episode, we see them make the run to go catch up with Moff Gideon. They catch up, they get into a confrontation with Moff. Somebody dies. We're left on a cliffhanger episode for the end of the season until season three comes out where we pick up on the end of this episode where we pick up on the other half part B of tomorrow's yeah. episode. Does that make sense to you? I think I think they're, I gonna do like that they're just going to gonna give rid of Finnick tomorrow. They're just going to give rid of somebody. I don't think it's going to be Finnick. I think it's going to be I think that it's going to be um, Carl Weathers character. Um, oh, uh, uh, grief. Grief Car- Car- Carnegie, right? Car- Car- yeah. Carga. Grief Carga. Carga. So I think it's going to be him. Yeah. I think he might die. Okay. I think that either Cobb Vanth might make an appearance. I think that um, uh, Bo Katan might make a, an appearance. I, I think that whoever dies is going to matter to the viewers on like a general mm-hmm. level. Like, I know. You're a fan of um, the guy you just mentioned, Grief, whatever. Like, I know you're a fan of that guy, so it would matter, like, to you if he died. But, like, me, as a person who's watched episodes one through nine and Rogue One and Solo and all of the Mandalorian, like, I don't care that much about that guy. Like, (laughs) he's, like, cool because he's nice to Grogu and he's, like, friends with Mando, but I don't care about him. He doesn't carry that much weight. He doesn't carry that much weight. I care about, like, Din Djarin, Cara Dune, Mayfield, Grogu, like if Cara Boba. Dune dies, oh my god, I bet you she oh. might die because of the entire, uh, you know, obviously political yeah, situation they, that the actress has been going through. But weren't they finished filming and stuff before that controversy came out? Maybe, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. So, they, they probably I mean, were, I don't yeah. think that 
we should expect that controversy to affect anything in the current season. That's true. But then again, though, I so I don't, but I think that she is more, uh, I think her and grief, Cara Dune and grief are more the people that I think are expendable. I don't think they would kill Mando or Grogu just yet because then that would give us no reason to continue it season well, well we would continue without Grogu it's not no. called the baby Yoda it's called the Mandalorian right like no, if they killed like, off Grogu hell he's no. the main character hell no he, Grogu is the main character <laughs> <laughs> Grogu is yeah the main to character. you guys you guys have oh an unhealthy God. obsession with Grogu <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't really think he'll die. I just, I think it's a possibility because they still have a way to take the story next season if Grogu dies. Like, there's still different directions they can take it. But if they kill Din Djarin and Boba Fett and this show's called The Mandalorian, then it makes no sense. Bo-Katan. We still have Bo-Katan. We still... We're in yeah, but she's not main enough at all to make up for that. For, like, the viewers to be like, okay, let's totally shift our focus to someone completely different. Completely different. Like, that... That wouldn't work right. from, you know, like just a production point of view. Yeah. But so, I mean, like I said, I don't know. Who know? We'll see. We'll find out. We'll like see. I we'll said, find we'll find out. out tonight. We'll find out tonight. Well, I, but, I kind of can see. the. So the reason that I can see one of the main characters dying I don't know who, right? Like, there's a handful of main characters. But the reason I could see one of the main characters dying is because it will matter to Din Djarin. And, mm-hmm. and I th- think that the, the whole show, even starting in season one, has set us up to really respect Din Djarin for his commitment to his own like religious creed essentially you know like he's like a paragon of this religion because he's followed it um so closely his whole life and it brings a certain honor to like what he does right but um mayfield kind of brings up the point in this episode of like okay well what rules are you actually operating by because you kind of want to act like and portray to everyone else that you're following these strict rules of oh this is the way and you know all that kind of stuff but but Mayfield's like, well, well, what are you really following? Like, who are you really? Because, yeah. like, what, what's your actual rule that you're supposed to live by? And then we kind of just watch Din Djarin not have any rules anymore. And so he's on this path of self-discovery where he was kind of this religious zealot, right? There's other Mandalorians that take their helmets off and don't give a crap, right? Like, he was part of, like, the religious zealot group. And so we start to understand this as viewers and kind of go, oh, well, maybe there is a better life that he could have that's just as honorable as the one he's always had. And... That's the journey he's going on, too, of discovering, 
Like, okay, maybe there's a different way to be that's actually better for myself and for the people I care about than if I just cling to this, like, very um, zealous view that really hinders me from saving the people I care about. So I think whoever is lost in the last episode has to mean a lot to Din Djarin because this has been like a story about his self-discovery and understanding like who he has been, but who he wants to be and who he has to be in order to save the people he loves. So I think it's going to be a loss important to him. I feel like it's going to be like, okay, they're, they're escaping. They rescue baby Yoda. I feel like it's going to be like this, either grief, grief, Carnegie, Cargan, Cargan, or Cara Dune is going to be holding Baby Yoda, running out the door, and somehow, some way, Moff Gideon's going to shoot him in the back. But they save Dark Baby Yoda to the back, or Dark Saber to the back. Like I feel like it's going to be either grief or it's going to be Cara, and like uh, Moff is going to like backstab him, but Baby Yoda will be saved. I think it's going to be something like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I did it right, didn't I? <laughs> oh, my God. But I do have some exciting news, though. I have exciting news All right. to tell you guys. Wrap it okay. up. New additions are coming to Galaxy's Edge because the lockdown is in effect. And obviously, Disneyland is on shutdown right now. And then, yeah, there's nothing better to do. Uh, they're going to make add new additions coming to Galaxy's Edge, which I'm super excited for. Yeah, I cool. can't wait to go back. I'm going to obviously get another lightsaber. Well, uh, speaking of Galaxy's Edge, Courtney, you've been playing Sims and you've been playing the ex- the expansion, Star Wars expansion. Ooh. How's that? Um, it's really cool, actually. And I do have to say on behalf of the sims community of players that we were all actually very upset about the release of a star wars expansion pack because (laughs) it's just not what the community wanted they were like we we want bunk beds like we want to be able to build a pond and stuff like that yeah and then they were like here's the star wars one and you can be a jedi and we were like wait that's not what we wanted but um i got it only because you can save money if you buy in a bundle from them and that was the only pack left that i could make a bundle with and save money um and that's the only reason i bought it because i was actually boycotting it um not because i hate star wars obviously i love star wars i was just like not about it for the sims um, but I got the pack and I started playing it and it's really fun actually. And you can be part of the rebellion or you can be part of the first order or you can be, um, like a bounty hunter kind of person. And, uh, it's just cool. Like you get to have a lightsaber, you get to build a droid, you can talk to Ray and Kylo Ren, um, and um oh i can't remember the the like bounty hunter guy um boba, boba. Django fat no Django. no 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 Grief. no 
no. Um, wow, I can't remember his name. Anyway, it's cool, and you oh, can yeah, like the pirate guy. Yeah, you can like see uh, the Millennium Falcon and an X Wing. You can actually go into the the uh, cantina. Oh yeah, That's so hot. it's basically modeled after. Um, Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge. Um, oh, that's so, and so awesome! That's it's cool. It's called Batu, right? Like they, yes, the yes, game yes. pack was called Journey to Batu, and so you get to go there and walk around Black Spire Outpost and like the forest where the Resistance are hiding, and um, like the First Order part, and you can buy um, holocrons, which I haven't done yet. Um, but you can, like, your sim can get a whole, like, Star Wars outfit and stuff, and they have, like, communicators and blasters and stuff, so it's, it's kind of cool to play through. I'll, I'll give it to them. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah. That's tight. We, I was going to say, we also have, well, obviously new additions to Galaxy's Edge, but Hayden Christensen is supposed to repraise his role as Darth Vader, though. Yes. Yeah. That's news. That's news that's coming, that came out. Um, He's supposed to return as Darth Vader. Catherine Kennedy announced that seven new shows under the Star Wars banner. And I did did talk about them last week. Right, yeah. And uh, I'll just say it one more time. Uh, obviously, the Mandalore season three, Christmas twenty twenty one. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be awesome. Uh, Cassian Endor twenty twenty two, Obi Wan Kenobi twenty twenty two, Ahsoka. Yeah. No premiere date, but it's it's there's gonna be a spinoff. That's it's could be uh, Rangers of the New Republic. Hell that's gonna yeah. be tight. Heck yeah, Star Wars. The Bad Batch, yeah, <laughs> super so cool. Bad. If you're if you're into Clone Wars, uh, you'll know okay. that the Bad Batch was like a separate group of cloners that were like they went off the books and did some radical stuff. Okay. They were kind of like the <laughs> like Seal Team Six. Yeah, yeah, they 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 had they just got the job done pretty much. They were like kind of, and it says though the that bad the Bad Batch, batch is going to be a upper. It's going to be upper rating because it's more. It's going to be ruthless. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. How exciting. That's so exciting. Actually, they're ruthless. And there's another one called the Akoye or the Akolit or something like that. Equalit or something. That's another one. I don't know what that's about. And then Lando. So I was like, yeah, my boy Lando. (laughs) But that's cool. That'll be sweet. All right. Well... I think that yep. I think that concludes this uh, this episode of Star Bros tonight. I think we talked about a lot, guys. We went through the entire episode, talked about some Mandalorian and Star Wars news. Um, yeah, we covered it all. Why don't we go around the room and go into our sign-offs? Uh, Magic, how about you sign off? Thanks for having me on the show, um, guys. Uh, Luke, thanks for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. For the my first time ever being invited to my own husband's podcast. So thank you, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> if if he doesn't say it, you're welcome anytime. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I just didn't think you'd think it would be that cool. <laughs> I mean, I oh no comment. Uh, but <laughs> I this was fun. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. All right, Luke. Uh, last words. Uh, may the force be with you. And uh, can't wait for tonight's episode, the premiere. Oh, we'll see what goes down. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm so excited. Hey guys, once again, thank you so much for listening to the Average Fellas Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, signing off on another Thursday night, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to uh, leave us a rating and review uh, review us, guys. That helps us so much uh, rank up in the directories. We really appreciate all the work you've done so, so far, and uh, thank you so much for what you're going to be doing. Uh, once again, guys, uh, you know, just uh, RIP to Jeremy Bullock. Bullock, I think it's his last name. Uh, original actor of Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, that was a tough one today. So uh, may the force be with you. I don't know. <laughs>